bitches. Welcome back to Jabber. My name is Jono Madison. And today we have my gorgeous friend who is a amazing fashion photographer, Miss Elena Saz. How you Hello, doing? Hello, everyone. Hi, Jono. So nice to be here with you today. And I'm really excited that this is a Halloween issue. This is one of my favorite holidays in the year. Today is October 25th, and we're going to get into talking about you, your work, and talking about some witchy stuff. Uh, yes, let's do it. So first and foremost, how are you? Doing good. A little bit busy, as always. Busy is good, especially you start to appreciate it uh, after all the lockdowns we're all experienced. So every time you're tired and busy, like, you, you know, it can stop. So busy is good. Yeah. Yeah. Any fun, exciting things you have coming up for Halloween? Oh, my God. I think we live in the best city to celebrate this, this holiday because there are so many amazing parties and events going on. It's really hard to compete with like Hollywood industry people because they have access to all the most amazing costumes and special effects, makeups and stuff. And uh, every time I have a little bit of anxiety because it's always like I don't have anything that amazing, but rentals are available and there are so many events. So, yeah, like definitely some parties, balls and uh getting crazy, getting excited. I think it's one of the most beautiful and not just beautiful, it's spiritually a very amazing day of the year when you can let things go, have a fresh start. Yeah, I agree. And candy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's give the audience a little bit of background how we met. We have uh, together a mutual friend and yeah. um, that is our good friend, Miss Nikki Dahl. Uh, you know the story better than I did, so I'll let you <laughs> explain. So, like, I met Nikki. We moved to the U.S. at the same time. I remember almost uh, right after we met, Nikki went to L.A. and was very excited about the photo shoot with you. And uh, since then, I've been hearing all these amazing stories about this awesome Los Angeles photographer. Oh, I forgot to mention that we were in San Francisco at this time. Nikki told me all these amazing stories about this incredible fashion photographer living in LA. And I was like, oh my God, like these colors and this like clean, beautiful fashion looks are mind blowing. So like you were introduced to me before we actually met. So by the moment we really met, I felt like we already know each other for a couple of years because uh, I heard so much from Nikki. And then I think it was a party, like maybe a club or a bar we met for the first time. And then and uh, I had an opportunity to attend your photo shoots with Nikki too. Yeah. Um, we did yeah. her um, season 12 looks. Yes, yes, that's right. It was so much fun. And we actually got the opportunity to work with each other. And I photographed you in leather and a witchy feel. I'm going to post them on our Instagram. And, and latex, my favorite latex looks too. Yeah, it was super fun and kind of witchy. <laughs> uh, it was kind of witchy, but I think it was a great idea just to do this 
for each other because as a photographer and uh, I'm pretty sure you're like facing the same issue first of all you're very picky and particular about your own pictures and uh when it comes to your own photographs you're like uh, I don't know like no not this person and like I appreciate this person as an artist but I don't see this person taking pictures of me so I think like for me personally it was a really fun experience so uh, shooting with you like being a model for you and being a photographer for you it was a lot of fun yeah I, I had so much fun we both have a love for this one character named yes Al I was Al about to say <laughs> Elvira mistress of the dark and I think we're at a club we're dancing and I was showing you um a costume that I had I had the Elvira costume yeah and I was showing you how like how like I lost all this weight and to fit it like you know to fit the perfect mold and everything and you said I want to photograph you as that and I was like what I was like really I was like okay let's let's do it we made it happen it, it was really witchy too and we did some kind of like Tita Montese kind of looks with yeah. you too it was like I think it was really hot I really love this like looks with a wig and the bangs. They're like super sexy, super hot. I was into it. I, of course, love to get into the whole makeup and and whole experience with it. And so I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was. Yeah, really that was really fun, witchy and kind of like Halloween themed as well. And we shot it in our shared studio. <laughs> Oh, right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. my God. I feel like we know each other forever. We yeah. have. <laughs> it was it, so that, that was pre pandemic. And Elena right. and I, I had a studio that we shared. Yes. Right. Feels like ages ago. <laughs> it, it does. So we're going to get into our first segment, which is our artist spotlight on Elena and just asking her some questions and getting to know who Elena is. So first and foremost, uh, where are you from and where do you call home now? Uh, I'm originally from Moscow, Russia, and uh, I moved to the U.S. Uh, six and a half years ago. And my first city was uh, San Francisco. That's where I met Nikki. Mm -hmm. And uh, But sadly, I tried to love the city as much as I could, but I never called it home unfortunately I mean it was a great experience living there but uh, all my work all my friends all my clients it was LA and uh, at some point it was a little bit of New York but mostly LA and uh, for the last few years I'm based in LA so I proudly named this city as my home city now yeah it is home for LA yes do you have a mentor or anybody that you looked up to? I was thinking about this question, actually, not like a physical mentor, but I feel like people I can find my mentors spiritually, artistically. Um, I wish they could be my like real physical mentors. It's uh, Helmut Newton for sure. David LaChapelle and, uh, it was like always very inspiring for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, th this type of photography, classy fashion photography, artistic, focused on colors or emotions, 
with Helmut Newton, it's definitely an emotion and vibe and uh, pure sex with um, David LaChapelle. It's uh, definitely color, sex, like very hot, um, hot vibe. So I can call them mentors, but like I never had a physical, like a real person I could call a mentor. When did you get into photography? So uh, it's an interesting question. Uh, I I got into fashion beauty industry as a model and photography was always like a very mysterious art for me. And it felt like, oh, I will never, I could never figure it out. But at some point, uh, I think, I don't even know, like I always had a camera, I always did some uh, experiments with the camera and tried so many things um but i i can say like professionally when i started my career it was uh, i think it was like 13 years ago i can say like when i quit my uh, full-time job and focused on my art and photography so i think like this is a, a breaking point when when i can call it that i started my professional career it was about 13 years ago nice can you tell me a little bit about your style? It's definitely influenced by the photographers I uh, mentioned before. Oh. And uh, I think Helmut Newton was my number one inspiration. And uh, when I saw his art for my first time, I was like, oh my God, that's what I want to do. I want to quit everything I did in my life before and just do this. And surprisingly, uh, it it wasn't that easy. I'm just like, oh, just natural lighting and just black and white. Okay, let's let's do it. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't that easy. So it took me some time to figure out what's wrong and how to uh, achieve. Well, not like achieve this style of photography, but to realize what is important for me in the photography, what I really like to shoot, what I can. Uh, be good at so at some point I started to shoot more people and uh, they started to book me for their photo shoots and offer me money which was amazing mm -hmm. at some point like I started to take more like portraits and uh, model tests and uh, but fashion and beauty photography was always my focus and my inspiration at first I think it was more fashion and uh, I never wanted to be a beauty photographer because I didn't want to limit myself just with beauty and I felt like oh my god this is boring but uh, at some point like I think now it's more beauty less fashion beauty and fashion photography I should just uh, mention that it's uh, editorial photography it's some creative work and it's commercial photography, uh, which is like my full-time job. Do you think your personal style gets influenced into your work? Oh, well, uh, yeah, you know what? Yes and no. I feel my photography style, it's very clean and uh, cheerful, colorful, a lot of like clean, natural, bright colors. Mm -hmm. And my personal style, it's all black. It's always like heavy makeup, all black. Um, 
it's black and white for sure. So maybe I'm just like balance this side of my uh, nature. Uh, lacking of colors, I just balance it with my photography. <laughs> Love that. What's your process like? Um, if we talk about some art and the uh, creative work, like commercial process is a little bit uh, pretty much the same for everyone, I think. Um, for creative work, I would say uh, I find uh, inspiration in like so many things around me. And sometimes I challenge myself to find something uh what can in inspire me for my own work so it's usually sometimes it could be some art i saw or maybe some colors or colors combination i saw and i would be like oh wow like i love these colors in nature they look amazing once i saw a peacock tail and i was like oh my god like these are such great colors for to play with product photography so I just like came back home and I found some eyeshadows and cosmetics to play with and I just created uh an artwork based on this inspiration sometimes it's definitely other photographers work as well you see this and, and you're like wow this is like really interesting I don't know like these colors are really attractive i want to try to do something like this but it's not like you're you copy someone's work it's mostly you get an inspiration you get a direction so it all starts from the idea and then i start to pull references together and think about technical part mm -hmm. so uh, there are there are some things that i could be interested to do but it's just like technically complicated or just like extremely expensive mm -hmm. sometimes you just can't uh, invest this money into your creative work mm -hmm. and uh, then it's like working on your mood board and thinking about the team uh, you want to pull for this project and sometimes it's opposite sometimes you have a team and uh you create an idea for a particular model for a particular type of a person or a celebrity and um the team so it's like one one way or another way but it starts with an idea and the mood board and then working with the team uh planning um in terms of location looks uh, styling um submitting to magazines and then it's like the shoot itself selection post-production and then it could be just a creative work we post on social media and our websites or we submit it to magazines so it could be a publication too yeah submitting is important because we're in charge of our own press <laughs> and, uh, that's true well, you should do what I do. If I really want something I know I can't afford, I just put it on a credit card and then just return it. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, you can do it with a mansion, for example, if you need to rent a mansion oh, or yeah. yeah, you're like, you need to pay for an incredible yeah. Airbnb and it's going to be like a couple of thousands. But as we know, other creatives don't really want to share the expenses with you. Yeah. Yeah, and then you're just like stuck with a 
huge bill for your creative photo shoot. So it's like, I do it from time to time, but at the same time, like, honestly, uh, recently I'm stuck in the studio and uh, I used to shoot outdoors a lot, like thinking about locations, like scouting locations and stuff. But lately it's uh, mostly the studio. Same. Um, has social media gained <laughs> has, social... <laughs> has social media helped you gain exposure? Uh, honestly, I think like at this point for, for the last maybe five years, nobody really cares about websites unless it's, um, it's a big client, but even big clients, they all like search for artists through social media and, uh, it became the main thing, like the main marketing tool and the main like exposure tool, and uh, gaining um, attention to your work, uh, connecting with people. Like m most of the artists I know and I work with, it's all through social media. And uh, it's really hard to underestimate the importance. But at the same time, it's amazing and it, it's frustrating at the same time because with, everyone knows with like Instagram uh, algorithm, one day you're gaining a lot of likes and comments and attention and next day you post and nobody sees it and uh, you take it personally like what if my work is horrible like but it's not about you just about algorithm but also I don't know like for me personally, TikTok or Reels are just not really my thing. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a little bit of a struggle because everyone does it. And it's kind of like import an important marketing tool as well. A lot of brands and clients are there. And um, so I'm kind of like telling myself uh, every day, like, okay, we need to do this. Just like come with an idea and let's do something. But I just don't feel it. And, uh, you know, this kind of like controversial feeling that, that you have to do that and you just don't feel to do, like doing it. So uh, social media is definitely important. But some channels like TikTok, for example, I don't know. I'm just like, it's not my thing. Yeah. I love beautiful pictures, but people are getting bored by beautiful pictures. Yeah. It's kind of like trying to keep up with your audience and then just giving them something else to continuously look at. Yeah, like, exactly. And it it kind of, for, for me, it kind of like makes it seem like it becomes content than your art. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I feel completely the same. And uh, some people are just so great at content creation. And uh, I don't even want to compete with them because it's not something I'm inspired with. Uh, I love beautiful pictures. I love like, uh, I love to post BTS, but uh, not in the um, shape of a reel. I think we can do it better. I love it when it's like very polished, filmed professionally, edited professionally. And uh, I just don't feel like the world needs someone, like another content creator who would say like, 
Hey guys, how you doing? I just wanted to show you one thing today. And then for 10 minutes, you're just uh, talking about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's, I think it's also like a generational thing. You know, like, um, this is like what the new generation, this is how they communicate, I guess, in a way. You know? uh, uh, yeah, uh, but also I feel like people are really getting bored by the still content. And the picture needs to move and the attention span of people is like really short right now. So that's why like reels are mostly effective when it's like 10 seconds, even 30 seconds, nobody watches it. Mm -hmm. So for the BTS video, for example, like you can't really show much within 10 seconds. And for photography process or retouching process, you can just like show one action mostly like before after but it's not much you can show where were you before COVID so I was sharing my time between San Francisco and LA like 50 50 mm -hmm. and uh we shared the studio in downtown which yes. was amazing I did a lot of uh, creative projects I love that there was a shower there and a full kitchen oh god yes kitchen was amazing so good Yes, in the shower. I never used it, but I mean, I I threw some of my boys in there, and I was like, "You need to take a shower." Oh well, <laughs> no, it was a great studio for sure. It was uh, the location was great. Yeah, like I did a lot of creative projects, a lot of editorial, editorial work. Uh, met a lot of artists in LA, and I actually had this thing. Uh, yeah, before COVID, I had this idea like that every week I need to meet at least three new people, which was amazing because mm -hmm. it's really easy and it's really hard to make new connections in a way. Yeah. Everyone knows like people are flaky and yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't really take serious all the ideas and proposals you get uh, at the bar meeting someone. Yeah. It was like a really nice thing to do just to connect with a lot of people. And actually, I made like a lot of friends at this period of time and we're still working together, which was great. What's day in the life of Elena says? I try not to work every day. I think like as a self-employed person, as a creative, we can definitely afford it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we can skip some days when we don't feel like being inspired or working or we can plan like our marketing days or just inspo days when you just need to shut down photoshop and go for a walk with your camera <laughs> it's hard to put it down <laughs> i know you know like actually this week i did it i went for a walk with my camera and I didn't do it for a very long time. And you know what? It was amazing. Yeah. It's super fun to do like stepping out of your norm as like a photographer and just going to take your camera and just do it. Like my friend calls it a, a photo safari where you yeah. just, where you just go and just see what you can capture. Just, you know, like in, in, in a way it kind of works for me because I, used, I do a lot of Photoshop and I'm doing like a lot of manipulation. And so getting like textures and all those little like pieces that I would put in my artwork part of it it helps with that process oh absolutely 
but also like for me as a beauty photographer, fashion photographer who's stuck in the studio, mm-hmm. it was kind of like I did this before, like pretty often, but uh, not really, not anymore. So it was like an interesting challenge to go outside with your camera and like trying to capture some objects, look at regular things uh, with a different uh, perception and take some kind of like interesting angles and think about like natural light, about shadows, about reflections, which was great. Uh And I think like artistically, it really helps you to clear the palette because sometimes like when you do just the same thing every day, you're losing this, the main idea of the art you're doing. Yeah. And sometimes like some like fellow artists are like, okay, let's shoot a new editorial. And you're like, I don't know. It feels like I shot everyone I wanted already. Like, I don't even know what do I really want to do. Yeah. This really helps. So talking about my like regular day, uh, it depends if I have a photo shoot this day or not. But um, a lot of time I actually spend for pre-production and even small clients, they take a lot of time for with planning, working on mood boards, call sheets, uh, and all these things, emails. Um, if it's a shooting day, so it's usually just like working in a studio or on location, depending on the project, depending on the client, depending on the um, work I have to do. And uh, a lot of time, like a lot of the time, it's a lot of post-production, as you said, Photoshop, Photoshop, Photoshop. Um, but I try to... I try to forward my retouching and post-production to professional retouchers as much as I can because it's just impossible to process all the work by myself. So I have some amazing retouchers who I trust and uh, I can forward and outsource some work to them. Nice. Do you have a dream client? Yes. Of course. <laughs> Who's your dream client and why? So if it's like a commercial client, I would definitely want wanted to shoot for this cosmetics brands like Dior or Chanel, Lancome. I think like these are monsters of beauty industry. And at the same time, they're not this conservative uh, brands anymore. They got like really creative and they really enjoy their new campaigns because this is what I love in photography. It's edgy, it's stylish, it's modern, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a good pay too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Considering today is October 25th, what's one goal that you have toward the end of the year? So I would definitely love to shoot a couple of editorials I have in mind. Like it's so on the level of idea and uh, I just need to make it work and find the right team for this and uh, bring the idea to life and made it to a good magazine. So something to be proud of. And uh, I would say like a couple of nice commercial shoots, like a couple of campaigns would be great too. What's one thing you can't live without as an artist? 
I think it's mostly like personal space when you just have this me time and it may look stupid to people who are like people around you. It may look like you're just doing nothing, scrolling through internet, jumping between windows, but it's part of the process. And like as a visual person, yeah. I can get like a lot of inspiring ideas, like going through some art or movies or music or paintings or someone's work so like this me time personal space is definitely really important and also i think nature is a great way to recharge and uh get some emotional and uh spiritual rest because mm -hmm. communicating with different people and being in this position when you're always like need to be successful you need to do something when you're not doing something you feel like you're missing something and then you really need this uh recharge recharging time like going to nature and just be still and calm and just uh, I feel that you're a human being and not a human doing. I love that. What's something that you're currently working on right now? Uh, a couple of editorials I'm really excited about. So I just can't wait to post them and to share them. I think like these are one of my favorites during this year so far. So I'm super excited to post them. Can't wait to see that. Oh, me too. So what does Elena do on her spare time? Well, I definitely do some like basic stuff, like going to gym, walks, like walking with my dog, uh, meeting friends, going to restaurants and parties for sure. You got to go get drinks. Yes, we should. <laughs> Speaking of, you know, we're going to take a little nap right now, okay. but we'll be right back. Sounds good. Hey, bitches, if you feel like spreading your patronage, visit the Jono Shop. Limited edition prints, zines, t-shirts, postcards, and more. Use discount code J-A-B-B-R for 15% off your order at jonophoto.com. Welcome back, bitches. So we're in our second segment now, and we're going to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart and near and dear to Elena's heart, and it's witchy stuff. Yes, so excited about this part. Yes. So uh, if you mind me asking, what is witchy stuff? So maybe I should start with uh, telling why it like all happened. At some point, I had just one Instagram account and mm -hmm. I posted like my work and my personal stuff. Mm -hmm. And it just got weird. Because... <laughs> As, as I said, like my work is very like colorful, clean pop, a lot of like pop colors. And my personal stuff is very like dark, you know, like black and white, mysterious, so magical, mag magical experience. So uh, I looked at my Instagram and I was like, it looks weird. And also some people just like didn't really get it. They took this like kind of personally. And when I posted my like witchy sexy stuff, they thought that it's some kind of like an invitation. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like it's weird. <laughs> oh no. Oh God, yes. 
So Do you get a lot of weird people in your DMs. Yes, like especially weird uh, when someone you work with just like texting you, "Hey, girl, <laughs> <laughs> looking looking hot. Um, what are you doing tonight?" You know, it's funny um, when I posted those um, those Dita Von Teese style photos that you took of me. Yeah. When I posted that, I guess some, not everybody read in the caption, you know, that was me. Some, oh, people, some people actually really sent me a message asking if I could do a private appearance at their home as oh. as that person. And I was like, I was like, oh, no, not enough money. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like the, the, that's why I kind of like, no, I have to just separate those things because I got a lot of like, offers to make a personal appearance at so yeah. someone's place no money just as I am like yeah. <laughs> and I'm like wait it's a business Instagram like what are you talking about really yeah um so and at this point I just like created a different Instagram just for my personal stuff like work I could safely post some latex uh fetish looks magic stuff like witch stuff some rituals and uh, other things and that's how witch stuff started started to exist mm -hmm. but uh at some point i think like it was a positive change but at the same time it was a negative change as well because my business instagram became a little bit more boring it was just like clean and uh, colorful work Mm -hmm. And uh, now I'm actually thinking about going backward a little bit and adding uh, witches stuff content to my uh, that would be fun. business Instagram because basically everything I share on my Elena says Instagram is just my work, just my picture, uh, the pictures I take. And it's like, oh, you know, like a lot of people do that. I mean, uh, just a photography, just a photography account. So I think like which stuff needs to come to Elena says now. I agree. I'm here for that. So you mentioned witchy stuff, extra like magic stuff. What kind of witchy things do you do? Uh, so, okay. Um, I really believe that magic exists. At least uh, my magic works, so I believe that it exists. Uh, I do tarot readings, uh, some spiritual work with runes and uh, nature elements. And uh, yeah, black magic. We did mention, because I actually do oracle readings. And right. I feel very, very more connected to, to oracle cards than I do like tarot cards. And I always said I wanted to give you a reading. And you yeah, said, we're, we need to do a reading for each other. We need to have like a witchy night and just uh, have I'm wine. down, yeah. <laughs> just have wine and read cards. I'm it. down, yes. It sounds really exciting. I'm into it. You mentioned practices. Do you do any rituals or anything like that? I do. I think I was like a little bit more active uh, before, but now I'm mostly like following some big dates like Halloween, mm -hmm. for example. It's a great period of time to work on like 
to do your magic stuff. The thinnest barrier of barrier between the spiritual world and our world. Yes, exactly. But not just like Halloween, but since we're like really close to Halloween. So it's always a great opportunity to do some rituals. And I work with elements a lot. And, uh, but on a day-to-day basis, there's still like a lot of kind of like small rituals I would do, like, for example, like to charge moon water Mm-hmm. or to do some runes or just for like basic things uh-huh. uh, let's say if i have an amazing uh, client and uh, a very exciting commercial projects coming right and i would be like a little bit nervous how would it go like i know like i don't want to just fail <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i think it's... we're all i think we're all have this uh back thoughts when there's something important and really like valuable for you happening you have this uh, kind of back thoughts oh my god like i don't want to fail please universe come help me (laughs) it gives us like a sense of assurance and comfort i guess in a way well, yeah, that's for sure. So that's why I would do like a couple of rituals just to support myself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm confident in my expertise as an artist, as, as a photographer, but having some support from uh, Nordic gods. Oh my God, that's like priceless. Yeah, Come on. <laughs> I've, I've been in um, Elena's personal space and I can say that you definitely have you can feel that there is a lot of protection around you and there is a lot of, um, what, what's another word? Ghosts? <laughs> not, not ghosts, but more like you, you could, I don't know if like some people know what that feeling is. It's just like, you can tell when there's something there, but it's not threatening. It's just. Yeah. It's a presence. Like, yeah. you know, there is a presence. Mm-hmm. And, but it's, it's nothing bad. It's just, it, it feels your protectors, your people that are like the people that keep you going, I guess. Yeah, I always, I feel the same all the time, like 100% of time, I feel like the universe has my back. So I have like a higher protection, higher help, and I can always ask for help or support or just be grateful for all these magical things I get in my life. Elena, we're coming to the very end of the show. You said you had something special for our listeners. Yes, yeah, since uh, we're all excited about Halloween and we just talked about some rituals, mm-hmm. uh, I would like to share a small ritual everyone can do. Mm-hmm. And uh, it it's the only, like, the power of your intention that's all you need like and all the magic forces like all the universe support will be there because it's one of the most powerful days of the year just make it believe that it's going to happen just um take a uh, take a candle light the candle and uh, take a piece of paper and the pen and write down everything you want to get rid of like but be really wise about this Uh, you can get rid of uh, all the obstacles on the way to you to working with your dream client or your success or your health like uh, 
all bad energies, bad vibes, um, all like toxic relationships, toxic connections, uh, maybe laziness. Sometimes we're just like freaking lazy to do uh, what we need to do. Think of everything you want to get rid of and uh, visualize this and burn this paper with a very strong intention. Just one tip, think about the fire alarm before you'll do it. <laughs> it can ruin any ritual, trust me. Like when you forget about your fire alarm and you burn stuff, oh God, no. <laughs> think about the fire alarm first and uh, then uh, I really hope it's going to work. And I love to hear you guys' um, feedback. If you guys did do it, send us some messages and we'd love to read them and see like what you guys think about that. Uh, Elena, is there anything you want to share, plug or promote on your website? Uh, I'm, since I'm really excited about upcoming and tutorials, so it would be great uh, to share it with a wide audience. So just... You can follow my Instagram or check my website. I think Instagram is like I updated more often than the website right now. So at Elena underscore says. Yeah, like just like follow my Instagram and you'll see all this exciting work I mentioned before. I think these are one of the best uh, work I did through this year. So I'm super excited to share it with uh, people who love fashion and beauty photography. Love it. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye. Bye. This is Jabber Podcast, executive produced by John Madison. If you have a question, comment, topic, or story you want to share, we want to hear it. Email jabbrpod at gmail.com or send us a DM on Instagram or Twitter at jabberpod. This podcast is intended for entertainment purposes only. Stories and mentions are not meant to hurt anyone or their subtitle parties. Intro and outro, LA Step by We. <laughs>